In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Gospel lesson, which we have just heard, the dear faithful, at first glimpse, doesn't seem to need any explanation. Nevertheless, there is one point calling for explanation, namely this. When the ruler came to Jesus and besought him to come down and heal his son, how is it that he heard Jesus says, unless you see signs and wonders, you believe not? The very fact that the ruler came and asked Jesus to heal his son is proof that he believed. After all, had he not believed Jesus to be a savior, he would not have, he would not have asked him to save his son. Yet Jesus said, unless you see signs and wonders, you believe not. The ruler had not seen any signs, yet he believed. Now, consider more closely his prayer, and we will clearly understand wherein his faith was weak. He prayed for the corporal presence of Jesus, who is spiritually present everywhere. He did not believe enough in Jesus, since he thought his bodily presence was required for the healing of his son. Had his faith been perfect, he would doubtless have known that God is everywhere. His faith was therefore imperfect, for he attributed the virtue of healing not to Jesus' power, to Jesus' ma majesty, but to his bodily presence. Thus, even while he was asking for his son's health, his faith was not yet sound. Jesus showed that he was able to give health by a single command. He who by a single act of his will had created all things. Dear friends, before Jesus grants a miracle, he requires an act of faith, saying something like, do you believe I can do this? So, one of the reasons for performing miracles was to stimulate faith in the people. We see this at Cana and also in today's Gospel. However, when Jesus allowed Saint Thomas to touch him after his resurrection from the dead, he praised those who believed even though they have not seen any miracles. Sometimes we are tempted to say to Jesus, 
if you grant me this favor, I will believe you. I will give up my sinful habits. Dear friends, any prayerful request should always be conditional. That is, provided that is according to God's will, since he knows what is best for us. The life of the Catholic Church abounds in miracles if we only have eyes to see them. Think of the mystery of transubstantiation that takes place during Mass when mere bread, mere bread and wine are changed into the body and blood of Christ. Miracles are also signs or symbols of what God does invisibly in the souls and hearts of individual people. Today, our prayer should be that of the man in the Gospel, regressing the cure of his little son. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. We meet this morning the same Jesus here that the royal official met in Cana. Like him, we bring to him a request for someone who needs to be healed, not just our family members and friends, our country, and others in need of prayers, but first and foremost ourselves. With the centurions, own words we pray, Domine non sum dignus. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. And Jesus gives us a gift greater than the healing of the centurion's son, the gift of himself. And he wants, as with the centurion and his family, to give us the grace too of a huge upgrade in our faith. But faith must precede that miracle. We have to ask for it. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.